1: And you are
0: listening to The Moncrief Show on Newstalk 53106 is our text number that will cost you 30 cent. You can follow us on Twitter or send us an email to afternoon at newstalk.com. Now today some forests in Kent will become home to creatures who haven't lived there for thousands of years. They are Europe's largest mammal, the bison. But these particular bison are Irish, having been born and bred in Photo Wildlife Park. Sean McKeown is Director of Photo. Good afternoon, Sean. Good
1: afternoon, Sean.
0: Uh, what does a bison look like?
1: Uh, it looks like a rather large cow. Um, they can weigh up to over a tonne, um, big males. But, you know, they're quite large animals, but they, they look essentially like a cow.
0: Right, OK. And, and uh, do they make a noise? Do they moo like a cow or, or what do they do?
1: Uh, more grunts uh, can move. Uh, the, the the bulls will call a lot more than, than cows. So um, they are not very vocal, no. Yeah,
0: and and uh, the, uh, would they be much larger than a cow? Say, if you uh, two of them uh, were standing side by side.
1: No, they're about the same size. Yeah, about the same size. They're, um, but uh, they're they're sort of a dark reddish brown in colour, mm-hmm. um, and um, unlike the American bison, they're quite narrow because they're a forest bison. So that you know, typically they're have lived in forests, while the American bison is a plain bison, is quite tubby and. Um, Rounder in shape,
0: right? And and to the European, what happened to the European bison?
1: Well, the, the European bison was hunted to extinction. Um, the last remaining animals were shot in the nineteen twenties. Um, so they've been extinct for just really over a hundred years, uh, and now they've been reintroduced to a lot of uh, countries in continental Europe. We've been involved in transfers to animals from Fota to Poland, to Romania um, and northern Spain. And we have another scheduled transfer at the end of this month to Germany and then onwards to Azerbaijan for a reintroduction programme there.
0: Righty, that's a lot of bison. I, 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 were they hunted just to be consumed, I
1: assume? Uh, partly to be consumed, but in winter they, they have quite thick fur on, on, on the coats and they would have been apprised... Uh, to have in, in, you know, 100, 200 years ago uh, to keep you warm.
0: Uh, right, so they were hunted uh, 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 pretty much to, to extinction. So that, how do you, it's one, restart a breeding programme for them?
1: Well, um, actually, it was um, the, after the Second World War, there were a number of, or, or even before the Second World War, um, the Nazi government in Germany had been trying to recreate the auric, which was the European wild cattle, mm. um, using trying to cross bead bison, European bison, with rare domestic breeds of cattle. Um, and they'd kept meticulous stud books on them. So there was a certain number of these in, in captivity, but a number in zoos as well. And between them, they they had about 17, 18 founders to a population um, of European bison. So they have been bred... Um, basically that stub book was kept going for you know the last 60-70 uh, years now and um, the the numbers have increased within Europe there are some private breeders as well um, but it's mainly uh, under a, a, a zoological breeding program called the European, it's called the EEP which is a European Breeding and Management Program um, which we have for many many species and a growing number of species because there's a growing number of animals in the wild that are, are facing extinction
0: mm. is it relatively easy to get uh, to encourage uh, bison to breed with each other
1: yes, yes. Yeah. It, it's fairly simple um, you just put male a male in with females and you uh, Nine months later, you tend to get babies.
0: Yes, all right. So, they, and you, God, you mentioned a lot of countries there. And as I, I said in the introduction, there, there uh, um, two have arrived uh, in the UK now as well. The, the apart from that, these obviously were obviously uh, were parts of Europe where bison originally lived. Do they have an ecological benefit by reintroducing
1: them? Yes, they're really good at controlling forests. And uh, I just watched a video of them being released uh, earlier on today, um, and it's uh, a very uh birch forest, and what they will do is they'll control the the numbers of trees there, and they'll open up um, areas of uh, woodland that you know it it's it's doesn't have many trees in it. So you will get other plants, and uh, it'll, that'll increase the biodiversity. So it it um, they're good at controlling um, habitats and making them more biodiverse. and That's what they're there for to do. Mm when we feed them um willow branches or um branches from other tree species they actually the first thing they do they don't eat the leaves so they will go and they'll try and strip the bark off the off the branch and um that's what they do to trees in the wild they're very good at doing that and if they if they round strip strip the bark around the tree then that kills the tree so um in in that way they can Younger trees growing up and other other vegetation, which supports other wildlife.
0: Right, because that sounds counterintuitive. Because we're told we should have more trees, and here are uh, creatures kind of actually controlling the numbers of trees.
1: Yeah, yeah, but they're you know those trees fall and go into the ground, and uh, um, that's how you know you get the soil building up, and that's the sequestering carbon. Uh, when new trees grow up, they also they also harbour carbon as well. So. They help it, and of course, the the basically the the bison are made of carbon as well. So <laughs> yeah. when they die, they they um, they also go into the ground to um, to help the, um, the 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 complete habitat form.
0: And the two who were introduced uh, today—is that all they'll need? Will will that be enough to kind of start? You know, to in time produce larger numbers of bison?
1: Yeah, they will need, obviously need more. Um, they, they are currently. Um, there were three females released in, into that area. There was a male from Germany um, who is not as well related to the to the animals that went from Fota, and there was another cow there from Kent in, in, in itself. There's a zoo in Kent in, that has European bison as well. So um, we tend to come together. There's a there's a, there's a um, a breeding program manager and he makes, makes recommendations as to which animals breed with which and even though there are over a thousand uh, bison in um, Poland um, they, they still need um, representatives from one particular founder, which is founder 14, and they've been selectively breeding some animals in zoos so that they can produce more um, a higher proportion of his or, or her um, genetic um, material, so that that can go back um, to to Poland and hopefully make it more diverse, even more diverse than it is.
0: Mm, and are they a herd animal?
1: Yes, they are. They were ground herds together. Um, we were lucky enough, or I was lucky enough to get to see uh, or to film a, a group of them in Romania, uh, where we had released them back in two thousand fourteen. Uh, I think there were seven or eight animals released uh sorry, six plus two bulls, so um two females from us, two from uh the zoo in Kent and two from the Highland Wildlife Park. And um by the time we were over in four years later, in two thousand eighteen, um there were thirty two. Wow. So they do they do quite well. Um they and and that's with uh bears and lynx and wolves that habitat so they 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 uh actually fit well back into the, the habitats and, and, and uh make them function better.
0: How are they towards people?
1: Um, they can you know they'd be like grumpy like um ordinary cows, you know. <laughs> these, these these are wild animals, so they're not yeah. they're not as friendly as your domestic cow but yeah. um like deer, I mean the equivalent here would be um red deer like in um males particularly during the the breeding season during rushing season would be you know quite aggressive and you wouldn't approach them so they're not uh, and it, it, the area that they're going into is, is, is a fenced area that, that I think there's 48 kilometres or miles of fencing um, um, being fenced off and um, to, to make you know to keep them within an area so they're not going to wander too far
0: Yeah and I suppose I, part of the irony is as is I understand bison were never native to Ireland
1: No um but they, there weren't that many zoos breeding them um, and both uh, decided in the late 1990s to start, start uh, um, we had a, a fair bit of land so we were able to uh, provide a, a good habitat for them and uh, they've done very well um, and we've been able to supply um, lots of, of bison for, for reintroduction programmes.
0: Yeah, and as I understand though, this was meant to happen some time ago but Brexit uh, put a spanner in the works.
1: Yeah, this originally was supposed to happen this time last year Um, but, you know, the movement of animals has been made more and more difficult with Brexit Um, and in fact we have had um, our biggest movement of animals literally in in the last uh, week or ten days. Um, The bison that were released went off on Friday morning um, and by ferry to the UK and were in Kent uh, Friday afternoon, so there um, Friday evening. Uh, and then they were just released this morning.
0: That is uh, so interesting. I assume if somebody visits a photo though, they can see some bison. You have some bison of your own.
1: Yes. There to yeah, show oh yeah. We, we intend to maintain that herd for uh, until they, they are uh, not required. I mean, bison 20 years ago were considered um, endangered, critically endangered and in the wild, because there were very few left, and uh, they only existed in Poland. But now, because of the numbers have grown so well, they're now only just considered vulnerable. So they're, um, you know, at some stage in the near future, we would hope that uh, there's enough in the wild that they'd actually, you know, not be considered threatened at all, and mm. uh, that there won't be any need for a program, and there won't be a need necessarily for for photo to have bison anymore.
0: How are the animals doing in the heat today?
1: Uh, they're doing quite well. Probably bison, European bison, would, would probably suffer more than, than most from the heat. Uh, but they're used to that sort of heat on the continent anyway. Uh, we, we only get about 25, 24, 25 down here in Folter. <laughs> <Yes. We'd, laughs> it's not as continental as, <laughs> as, um, as, as, say, the UK or even the centre of Ireland. We, yeah. we, we just don't get the heat. Um, but we don't get the cold either, so we have a very mild climate. And, and the word "photo" comes from Food che," which means warmer, and uh, moist soil. So it's, it's it's recognised as a uh, as a, um, a fairly unusual climate, even within Ireland.
0: Mm. Sean, uh, lovely to talk to you today. That was Sean McKeown there, director of Photo Wildlife Park. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on Newstalk. We'll take a break after that. TV on the radio.